this is our first episode back in a very, very long time. Thanks to yours truly, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) But the main thing is we're back. I'm not going to give a specific date, but we're back. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's been a long time and I will just take full responsibility for that. Chloe? Well, some of it was me because we did move. Yes. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, we did. Um, well, you did. <laughs> well, I did too. <laughs> you did too. You did too. <laughs> Quite a few times, but anyway. Point being, we're um, back now. We're back. We're back. We're back and and, pro- and we do not intend to go anywhere. I know it's been such like a long break, mm-hmm. but I definitely think it was needed. Like there was no way that I was able to record a podcast in the mm-hmm. last like since November anyway. Um, we obviously were meant to take like a little short break <laughs> and then come back. It was supposed to be t- two weeks. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> like two quarters of the year later. Um, but we're back. But we're back. And I think like we're both in like better places anyway mm-hmm. to be able to do it. Well, I know that I am. Like you, yes. you, you weren't really in a bad place. <laughs> you were just kind of waiting on me. <laughs> and I'm so sorry for that. Only personal apologizes to Chloe. That's all right. Nobody else has to know why. We will give them a, a brief rundown of what's been going on the past seven months. But I know. I feel like there's so much. There is, like, so, so, so mm-hmm. much shit to talk. Mm-hmm. And I just need to, like, save right now. Like, I need to be very careful with the things that I say because I'm just not trying to get, like, a cease and desist in the mail. I feel like that's what I'm if I talk too much shit like um and I don't know if he still like has notifications on for this podcast so if you do hey um hey Michael (laughs) (laughs) regardless there are certain things she would not be talking about (laughs) yeah I know that a lot of people are very interested in like the tea and there's like some things that I'm willing to talk about and then yeah there's just some things that are just off limits. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think I think the main thing is we'll probably put a question box up at some right. point, and we can do that because this episode's going to go in two parts because it's going to be way too long to put into the one part. So I think maybe a question box for part two, and then we'll yeah do our shit. I think. Um, <clears throat> can I just say? that um, the number one most asked question that I've been getting since this podcast ended is, does that asshole bleaching cream work? (laughs) (laughs) And we're back at it with the butt stuff. (laughs) We're back at it with the butt stuff. And I literally get that message like at least twice a day being like, hey, girl, what was that cream that you used? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Just quickly update on that. We've changed. We've changed creams. We're now using the, I think it's Josh Plunkett Super Fade Cream. You can get it from Chemist Warehouse. It is over the counter, so you do have to let the pharmacist know that you're trying to bleach your asshole. Um, not sponsored. Not sponsored, but it works. Like, literally overnight works. Like, it's so good. Mm, so, I'm yeah, that's just, that's just my that's... little two cents. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I was actually talking to one of the girls at work the other day um, and she didn't know that we did a podcast. Anyways, and she went through all the headings on like our last podcast and she goes, why do you talk about 
type stuff. And I said, look, the main thing is you just need to listen to the episodes for one because it's not all about butt stuff, but we always end up there. I don't know how. It just happens. Yeah. Well, look, like I think we're open to talking about literally Mm -hmm. anything. Like we all have butts. Let's not deny it. Well, I don't have much of like a... (laughs) Like a butt muscle wise, but I've got I've got the anatomy of like a butt. I don't know. Um, so yeah, yeah. Just well, I was to- I was talking to like um like my friends that are up here, and they said that they quite like how our podcast is not filtered, whereas a lot of podcasts are filtered. I mean, don't get me wrong, we we edit out a little bit of things every now and then, but that's usually us stuffing up or me smacking the microphone or us laughing way too much for 20 minutes. Or me so, having so. a little vapey vape. <laughs> or a snacky snack. <laughs> or a little snack. You should see my setup right now. Like, can I be honest? Right now I've got two vapes, Maltesers, and my Satisfy Pro on my bed. What in the world? Um, I have none of that. Yeah, I've also got a little bit of like, I've got like this Pringles can thing. Oh, what's that um, for? Pringles. lid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I had Pringles last night and I must have not gotten rid of all of the evidence. My God. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, oh, wow. that's a bit disgusting of me. <laughs> I don't have anything. I might need to get Luke to make me a tea. That It's not the podcast recording without you having a tea. <sighs> I'm just going to give him a little texty text, but... Bring um, me my tea. <laughs> can I have a tea, please? But yeah, where where should we start today? Why don't we just have a look over the last like when was November? Fuck, it's July already. It was like <laughs> nine months ago. Was it? No, but no, we did release the podcast. Like... We did release the podcast and a year ago. A year ago. Well, we yeah. released the announcing of the podcast a year ago, so maybe we'll release this on our yearly podcast. Yeah, that would be so sweet. But I'm pumped. I'm pumped for this podcast to come back. I love it. It's like my venting space. Yeah, I I am the same. Like I've every day when I'm in the car or um in the shower, I'm like, yeah, hey guys, (laughs) welcome back to our podcast. Now I am I am gonna think about the intro. We really need to do that. It'll be done by the time this is released. But need a new intro. Needs to be upbeat. Needs to be funky. Yeah, and I think we could have a yeah. We because, can we can do yeah. better. Because people came at us for the intro last time and I'm sure they're gonna come at us again this time, but that's fine because we don't care. <laughs> we actually have no care in the world. I think like we're <gasps> doing our best. <laughs> <laughs> I mean if they wanna come edit for us, they're more than welcome to. What was that noise? Sorry, that was <clears throat> sorry, that was my air freshener. <laughs> Maybe that can be our transition noise. Yeah, and we won't get copyrighted for it either. (laughs) Well, we might. Whenever it's like late at night and Margot's not asleep yet and the air freshener goes off, she's like, I'm scared. It's okay. It's just. Oh my God. (laughs) Amara would cry. Amara would be like, What's that noisy? That's all she says for noises. She goes, What's that noisy? And I'm like, I don't know. But why? But why? Everything's but oh why. Oh, my God, the but why. Mm-hmm. We're just entering into, like, the why or the what's that. Mm-hmm. What's that? What's and that? What's, that? what's, what's this? that? Why are you doing yeah. that? Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Everything's why. Oh we have and three just, like, I run out of answers after a while. I'm like, you tell me why. 
Yeah. No. <laughs> Come on. But why are you me asking me this? Oh. I've actually heard that, like, putting the question back onto your toddler is a good way to get them to stop because they then think about it. So if they're mm-hmm. like, why? And you're like, I don't know, why? And then they're, they're kind of like, I don't know, speechless. They're like, shit, you weren't supposed to say that back to me. Yeah, yeah. Was not prepared. Was not prepared. But, yeah, we should probably start with how are we going? Where are we at in life right now? Well, I think we should, like, <clears throat> take a little flashback. Like, a take, let's take a little walk down memory lane. <laughs> so I think it was, like, September when we decided to take a little break. Mm-hmm. And we did that because Chloe was getting ready to move to Queensland because yeah. we were in Sydney. So Chloe was getting ready to move to Queensland and I think I was in Queensland at that time. You were, yes. Yeah. So I was in Queensland with the babies. Yeah, we met up and yeah. like went and had din dins. It was so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the last time that we kind of like had a an episode. Really, it was like before yeah. I came to Queensland. Um, and yes, everything from then on has kind of just like done a complete <laughs> one eighty three six double trip flip turn. it's really just um everything's really changed to be honest yeah it has but I think like for the best yeah I think so yeah I think so (laughs) um so yeah what have you been up to in the last nine like fucking nine months more than half a year (laughs) well we moved to Queensland in November last year um, but I was up here for a wedding when I saw you, my sister-in-law's wedding, because I was a bridesmaid in it. Um, yes. And <laughs> we, yeah, I don't know. We moved to Queensland. Um, Luke swapped squadrons in the Air Force and I started work in February, I think it was, and I've gone back to childcare. I also, actually, I lied. I went back to law and I was a legal assistant at a firm up here, but it just didn't work out for me in the way I planned it to. I was not coping in that job and I was there from, I left my house at six in the morning and I did not get home till after six. So I wasn't seeing the girls and it was five days a week and I just wasn't mentally coping with the fact that I was away with them so much. And also the role that I went into, I wasn't getting trained properly. I had no support, that sort of thing. So it was just like, I don't like this. I was there for two weeks and I was like, I don't like this. I'm going to go back to childcare until I figure out what I want to do. So now I'm working at the girls' childcare. Actually, I started working at another childcare, but I quit within two days because of how they treated the children and I'm not going to name names. And then I moved on to the childcare I'm at now, which is the girls' childcare. So I know a couple of people that listen to this podcast are mums at the childcare centre because... Oh, no way. Yes, because they have messaged me or they have run into me at work and they're like, hey, you do that podcast with Kaylin? And I'm like, yes. I was like, yes, I do. But, um, yeah, no, I'm loving it and I've just been promoted to an educational leader so I'm actually not going to be working with the kids anymore. I'm just going to be off the floor doing all that sort of stuff but yeah still also haven't been proposed to none of that's new that's still going on let's just have a little dig at that but I (laughs) did win I did win a 50% off voucher at um Simon something jewelers at Chermside for a ring underneath under $10,000 so if I wanted to buy a $10,000 ring they'll give me $5,000 off the ring 
But that's oh really, my God. yeah, I, they rang me one day and I was like, why are you calling me? Because I looked up the number because I don't accept like random numbers calling me. Mm-hmm. And so I looked it up and I was like, why is there a jeweler's calling me? And I was at my in-law's house and I was like, what? This is really weird. I was like, why are they calling me? And like my mother-in-law looked at me like, oh, this is interesting. So I called them back. She's like, hey, you haven't won the $10,000 ring, but you have won a 50% off voucher. And I was like, shocking. So Luke's going to go to that. And they talk about diamonds and I don't know what, but. Yeah, nothing and really. Make a sneaky yeah. purchase, hopefully. Well, hopefully, but also we're trying to buy a house, so probably not yet. <laughs> well, it'll come. It'll come. Yeah, but nothing new really on my side of things. It's just been up in here, up in Queensland. I mean, I seem to be thriving a lot better up in Queensland. Mental health is good. If you're on my close friend's story, you know that it wasn't good the other day. I was having a full breakdown. But, um, yeah, no, nothing new. Really, I've made a, a bunch of really good friends up here through Instagram. And, yeah, we just go out, drink, talk about our children, cry about <laughs> our children. <laughs> but, yeah, nothing nothing new, nothing interesting out of the ordinary. My children still don't sleep. Elena still wants to scream the house down. So, I don't know. Anyone got any tips for that? Let me know. <laughs> I feel that so bad. Yeah, I'm in the same boat there. But, I don't know, I feel like... Um... This whole episode is just going to be about me mm-hmm. venting about, like, the last <laughs> month. <laughs> I think everyone is just wanting to know. I mean, you can't really go into specific details, but, like, what happened and where did it all kind of just go? Yeah. Because I know, but other people don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, <clears throat> so, obviously, like, the last time we did a podcast episode, Michael and I were still together, um, and I feel like everything was kind of fine at that point because our last episode was just before I went to Queensland Mm -hmm. so yeah there was really like that I was aware of (laughs) I'm hitting my chest when I say that (laughs) that I was aware of there were no issues um in our relationship like everything was fine so um that's kind of where we left off I still have people like commenting on my TikToks and stuff being like what the fuck happened like I must have missed a chapter because like mm-hmm. since when are you single? Like since when are you a single mom? It's <laughs> like baby girl. <laughs> yeah, no idea. But also your like full TikTok got deleted as well, so like you had to start like a fresh one. So people are like, where the fuck did she go? <laughs> oh my god, yes. So my TikTok account got removed. At, I think I was at like one hundred and fifty six thousand. Yeah. Um, and it was just lots of, I feel like, salty, angry people um, reporting my account because I decided to take part in OnlyFans. Um, and that's kind of when I kept getting, like, my videos reported and my lives reported mm-hmm. and, like, I could see all the reports coming in. Um, and I got three, um, like, warnings and then, yeah, my account got removed. I did get in touch with someone who was um, willing to look into it but then, yeah, like the rest of my life kind of just fell into shambles and I kind of just forgot about it. So I do have a new TikTok account um, and, yeah, so we're just soldiering on there. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's fair enough that, like, quite a few people that were obviously following me, I think the last video that I uploaded on my previous TikTok account was to let everyone know that like Michael and I were fine like everything was going good mm-hmm. like I just did a little catch up and was like yeah like I'm still doing OnlyFans Michael and I are good like things were a little bit rough in Queensland at the time which is mm-hmm. when I made that um TikTok so I did say I was like you know we're having like some little problems but everything's fine and then yeah everything was not fine <laughs> everything kind of 
imploded actually I'm not gonna say imploded exploded (laughs) right yeah so it got like really really bad and I think the best way like we're obviously just diving in right here right now I think the best way to describe our relationship breakdown was like communication um so that's what I've like put it down to I will be totally honest I still haven't really processed like our breakup there's so much to kind of like sit and go through and be like where did that go wrong um but yeah my advice not that anyone should be taking advice from me is just make sure that you have like good communication with your partner because I genuinely thought that I did I thought that we had like fantastic communication um and it turns out that we did not whatsoever (laughs) sorry it's not funny to laugh at like I think that's just my um it's your way of coping that's my coping mechanism Yeah, yeah yeah just to kind of laugh at it because yeah I really really did think that everything was like totally fine and it just was not so um without going into specifics we broke up in november uh, 11th of november Mm -hmm. to be exact and um yeah since then like we've just been trying to work out co-parenting and um yeah i've just been trying to navigate life as like a single mom Mm -hmm. um to two children and working and like literally building my life back up because when I left I left with as much as I could fit in my Toyota Yaris um that was not a very big car might I add (laughs) no it wasn't um and I drove to Melbourne with the girls so if anyone remembers me being in Melbourne at the start of the year Mm -hmm. um I drove there with the children because I literally had nowhere else to go. So I had, like, no one here that was, like, willing to house us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, my sister in Melbourne was like, come on down. And we, we did just that. So, yeah, I packed the car. I had only gotten the girls back the night before because they did go to Queensland with Michael for, like, five weeks, which was just a whole other shit show. Like, I will never do that again. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I packed my car that night and then woke up like four hours later and drove to Melbourne and we stayed there for I think I was there for like a week. You were there, yeah. I think it was like a week, week and a half, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um and it was I was very close to just kind of staying there and setting up shop, but obviously I couldn't do that knowing that Michael was still here and wanted to see the children. Otherwise I would have been calling Melbourne home because I didn't have anywhere else to go. Like, I was literally homeless and I had no furniture, next to no money. Um, And, yeah, so that was the start of my year. I think that was, like, the 16th of January um, Mm -hmm. is, yeah, that's that's when I moved. That's when I drove to Melbourne with the girls, with the girly girls. And we had, like, a little week holiday there. Um, And, yeah, I think at that point, like, everything was still very raw. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still like a lot of stuff going on, but, um, yeah, this is obviously like any explanation that I have in regards to my relationship and stuff, it's going to be all over the place because I'm trying to be very careful with what I say. Yeah. Um, I obviously don't, I don't want to set like an army against him by, mm-hmm. by any means, like whatsoever. That's not what this is about. Um, so just understand that like, while I talk about the things that I talk about 
it's not with like any like malice like I'm well, not trying yeah. to yeah. it's coming from your side this is your side not his right and yeah. I the reason why I haven't mentioned anything for so long as well is because there is obviously like a massive power imbalance there I uh, if I say anything on social media 40,000 people see it like <laughs> and everyone forms their own opinions very quickly so I don't want anyone to think that like I'm trying to pin anything or anyone mm-hmm. against him but I do think it's important to speak about it because I haven't really gotten to talk to anyone about it mm-hmm. um obviously like I've spoken to you and yeah. um told you things that have happened but yeah like to actually kind of just process it I haven't been able to do that and I kind of don't want to do that either yeah. like I don't really want to process it yet because <laughs> I'm not there yet still- <laughs> I'm just still so confused on like how things went so wrong um but they did and yeah yeah, that's where we are and it happened so quickly as well I remember one day you were texting me and the next day you were like we broke up and I was like sorry oh my god I know literally that was our conversation (laughs) yeah it was insane and I did say this on my TikTok live the other night it was really really weird right so back in uh when was it I want to say it was like September or maybe it was like end of August, start of September because Michael was going away for the whole of like mid-September through to November, I Mm -hmm. think is when he got home. So he was gone for like six weeks. And before he went away, I like, I think you remember this. I was having like a really rough few weeks where I was Mm -hmm. like so upset and just mad at Michael and I was so confused about our relationship and I had no idea why, but I just had like this pit feeling in the bottom of my stomach that like we were going to break up soon and I didn't know how to process it and I was talking to like you and my best friend about it and I was like I don't know what's going on like I feel like we're going to break up like it's just so weird and I was being quite nasty to him in that time I will admit I was like didn't want to talk to him didn't want to be around him I was like just leave me alone I was spending all my time like in my bedroom or um doing the podcast like stuff like that I was so like just off him because I didn't know how to process the feelings and then I eventually like had the courage to sit him down and be like look I know I've been like an asshole the last few weeks and I truly do apologize for that but I just for some reason am like freaking out that we're gonna break up soon yeah and he was like what are you talking about and I was like I have no idea like I genuinely have no idea but something is telling me that like our time with each other is about to end like we're about to break up I don't know why but that's just what I mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the anxiety or like my medications playing up but that's all that's on my mind like the last few weeks and I can't be around you because of it I will say <laughs> I feel like that would have been a really good opener to have a conversation about the things that we ended up breaking up over Mm-hmm. Um, cause like I said, I thought that we had fantastic communication to the point where I was comfortable enough within my relationship to sit him down and be like, I love you, but I feel like we're going to break up soon. And it's freaking me out. Like, I, I feel like not a lot of people would be able to do that with yeah. their partner. Yeah. Um, and I felt comfortable and secure enough to do that. Like I was always so open throughout our relationship and, a big thing that we would always kind of brag about within our relationship was that we could tell each other literally anything. Um, So I feel like a lot could have potentially been avoided if me sitting down and saying that was like used as a segue into the other Mm -hmm. issues that were apparently going on in our relationship because 
understand that like I had no idea there was anything wrong like I did I thought everything was fine (laughs) I was living my best life I was engaged like I got my ring I was going to marry like the love of my life we were like making it work with the babies um I think like the only issue on my part was that I wasn't keen to move to Canberra Mm -hmm. I was really really not looking forward to you were not wanting to do that yeah and there's genuine reason for that as well like I didn't have anyone there like I had mm-hmm. no support there. I didn't know anyone. And I was kind of like, I guess I had a little bit of like PTSD almost from living in Victoria Yeah. Um, because I had no one there either. And I was kind of just by myself all the time. And the reason why we were going there was for Michael to do some kind of like study thing through work. And so he was going to be gone for like 12 hours of the day Yeah. Um, all the time. And I was, that's, that's what it was like in Victoria as well. And I just didn't want to do it. Like I was going to be leaving my friends, my family, my support um, to sit in a house in Canberra all day for like a mm-hmm. year and not see my partner and stuff. So that's why I wasn't keen to move to Canberra. But I was willing to do it. Um until we got to like the end of the relationship and I was obviously I made the decision before we broke up that I wasn't going to go and um again I thought that was like a mutual decision that was supported and it was not I thought that everything was fine and it was not um so yeah yeah I'm just trying to be so careful right now. You've said nothing that is bad. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's kind of, yeah, where I was at during the last episode of the podcast. Um, I had decided that I wasn't moving to Canberra. I was mm-hmm. in Queensland with Michael's parents because he was away. Um, and, yeah, we'd had that conversation where I was like, look, I feel like we're, we're about to break up. Like, I don't know why. Turns out I must have really good intuition because we did end up breaking up. Um, But, yeah, I feel like a lot could have been avoided if we just had spoken Mm -hmm. more, like if there was just that communication. I think mental health plays a really big part in our relationship breakdown as well. Um, I was obviously getting better. So I'd started taking antidepressants. When was that? I think Mallory was like, I was like 35 weeks pregnant with Mallory. Yeah. So I was still like pregnant, but they really didn't start working until she was like three months old. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that was also another big thing. Like a big part of our relationship breakdown as well was like mental health and not having, um, I guess, open conversations about where we were at with my journey to getting better which I didn't know that that was a thing so I'll I'll cop that as well Mm -hmm. like I'll I'll cop that on the chin like I didn't know that you had to like I don't know like check in with your partner and be like hey there's like a lot of change going on here like I'm I'm getting better like how do you feel about that yeah yeah um so yeah lots of things could have been done differently but it is what it is and I genuinely feel like it's for the best um yeah that's all I really have to say right now (laughs) on that topic (laughs) on on that topic but in the last seven months so from January to July I like was obviously very quiet on social media and I stopped my OnlyFans as well um and big reason for that was just mental health like for everything I was trying 
to navigate life as a newly single mum with no job, no money, no nothing. Like, I lost everything um, in that five and a half years of being with someone. Um, yeah, I walked away with essentially nothing. So, But it's a big thing as well. Like, that's huge. That's massive. Mm. Like, you guys have children together. You were engaged. Everything was just... That's, that's huge. I mean, I wouldn't be coping. I still probably wouldn't be coping, to be honest. Honestly, like, I don't think I am still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what do I laugh every time I say that? Your face, every time you say it, you just, like, break out, which makes me start breaking out. <laughs> because it's not funny, like, ha-ha. It's funny, like, girl, sort yourself out. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... Yeah, I'm genuinely, like, re- like at the moment, this is all brand new territory to me, just like it is with Michael as well. Like, he's trying to navigate being, like, a single dad, his career, um, all of that stuff. Um, so it is a lot, I think, for both of us. But, yeah, that's why I kind of dropped off the face of the earth, like, for a little mm-hmm. bit there because I didn't have an explanation for anybody, first of all, mm-hmm. and that's what a lot of my – inboxes and comments and everything was was just they just wanted to gossip like on why we broke up and I understand that natural curiosity like I've said it before I think with people asking like personal questions like that but I feel like it's just a read the room kind of thing and I couldn't um yeah I couldn't I just couldn't deal with it like day after day Mm -hmm. after day I actually had someone approach my best friend in Queensland at Chermside, I think it was. Fucking Chermside. Yeah. <laughs> Love that place. They, they're the ones that have a sabo there. Um, did I say that right? Are we going to do that again? I We're going right. to do it again, but we'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. Continue <laughs> the story. <laughs> but I did, yeah. I had like one, uh, some, like my best friend messaged me and she was like, I literally just had someone come up to me and be like, you're Caitlin Painter's best friend, right? Like I've seen you on her story. And she was like, yeah, um, yeah, what's happened? She's like, why did they break up? Like she just wanted to know why we broke up. She was asking like the most outrageous mm-hmm. questions. And my best friend was mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like give her her privacy. Um, and that rocked me as well. I was like, whoa, what mm-hmm. the fuck is going on? I think there was one point where I was receiving messages saying, hey, what's going on with Kaylin? Hey, where's Kaylin? Is Kaylin okay? And I'm like, she will come back when she's ready. Like it's not any place of mine to be saying anything. I was like, she'll say something when she is ready. Yeah, no, I, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I do, I understand the curiosity around it, like 100%. Like I'm I'm a sucker for some gossip as well. Like I'm a, I'm a dirty slut. For oh, we love gossip. it. Make sure you join yeah. Tea Time. Tea Time oh, on yeah. Facebook or like what's the Reddit one? I can't remember what it's called. Oh, me neither, but. But either way. People, yeah, either way, like I love the tea as well. <laughs> but I feel like I know, I know when not to cross that boundary and yep. like approach someone's best friend in public and be like what's going on it also kind of like freaked me out because I was like I'm literally no one like who do you think I am Mm -hmm. like you're approaching my best friend who I've posted like twice on my Instagram story yeah like Um, they've just like full stalked her like they know exactly what she looks like yeah that's scary crazy yeah Mm -hmm. um so after that I was kind of just like yeah I just kind of took a a break from posting and stuff and I also had made the decision, obviously, to not post the children, which yeah. I did that last year before, like, when I broke up. Um, 
But, yeah, so with that, like, trying to keep them offline as well and just process what was going on. I think as well, like, when the girls went away for five weeks, that threw me so bad. Like, that, I spiralled so hard. You were not coping with that at all? No, not at all. Like. I mean, (laughs) anyone wouldn't be coping. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. The way that I latched on to, like, this man and just went absolutely 100% psycho and was like bawling my eyes out on my close friend story like three times a day because I just didn't know what to do with myself and this guy didn't love me like he was a rebound 100% but (laughs) at the time I didn't think it I was like why won't he love me where are my children like what the fuck am I doing what is going on oh it was wild it was so crazy I think there was like a good week of that time Mm -hmm. when the girls were away that I literally just did not get out of bed like I genuinely did not move um yeah because I was I wouldn't cope I wouldn't cope no. with not seeing my kids for let alone two days. Like I, 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 I just couldn't do it. I'm going away next month for like three nights and I'm already upset about it. Yeah, yeah. I thought that I was obviously like very upset about it before they left. I really didn't want them to go yeah. but I didn't want to be that mother that was like, mm-hmm. no, you can't take them. Like yeah. you're not allowed. Because Michael is a good dad. Like I'll, I'll never mm-hmm. take that away from him. He is like a fantastic father and he loves his children. Um. That family holiday, that was meant to be a family holiday while we were still together, was us all going to Queensland for five weeks. I was supposed weeks. to do your photos. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then once we broke up, I I did say that I still wanted to go. Like I still wanted to go for the girls. You know, I really thought that this was going to be like amicable and that we were still going to be friends and it just did not turn out that way at all. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> Oh my god! Um, I can't wait. <laughs> you okay? Because it's just crazy to me. Like, what the fuck? But um, so I let him take them, and I really thought I would handle it a little bit better, and I didn't. Like, I think as well though, it brought up a lot of trauma for me. Like, my mum, um, was not a very good mum, and she abandoned my sisters and I when I was like 10 years old and that's how I felt when the girls left yeah like that's all I felt like I was like my mom and I'd abandoned my children and I just like I I don't know so many people were like have fun like go to the beach and but it's like, not that simple no it's not like I couldn't I genuinely couldn't move mm-hmm. parts of my body because I just didn't feel whole and I, I felt really shitty for leaving them yeah it was also really hard to talk to them whenever I wanted it was made quite difficult to like speak to them and see them and get updates on them um so that made it really difficult as well <laughs> I'm so sorry I'm so glad we don't record YouTube videos at this current time. <laughs> oh my goodness, my facial expressions are not coping tonight. Yeah, I kind of just like pounced at the camera just when I was yeah. talking. Yeah. I'm just very passionate about this. But yeah. yes. Um So yeah. But I mean um, it'd be the same for like the boys because I know for Luke when he goes away for long periods of time he feels like that as well but I think it, it's it's very different coming from like a mother's point of view I mean they came out yahoo for god's sake well look I mean Michael 
when Margot was born, she was born in Victoria while Michael was at a um, posting there and he yeah. was back outfield after like four weeks. So mm-hmm. he was going away Monday to Friday for the first year of Margot's life. And I'm not saying that that would make it any easier. I'm saying that it was just, it was hard for me because I had never done that before. Yeah. I wasn't leaving, leaving Margot five days a week, you know, from when she was four weeks old onwards. And the only time that I'd been away from the children in that time before they went away was one one night away from Margot when I had mm-hmm. Mallory the night I gave birth and then both of the children for one night the night that Michael and I got engaged so I had only been away from my children for like 36 hours yeah all up in 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 the two and a bit years that I'd been a mother for whereas Michael had just done six weeks away from them. Before that, he'd done, like, a week here and two weeks there. And then, like I said, for the first year of Margot's life, like, every Monday to Friday. Um, And, again, I'm not saying that it makes it easier for him. I'm just saying that it was new territory for me. And I had also just come off my medication at that point, which was totally unintentional. But um, I had just come off my medication as they were leaving, and I think that didn't help at all. Like, I spiralled a lot, like, really, really bad. Yeah. And then to have all these people on social media calling me a bad mum for letting my children go away, like... That used to piss me off so much when they would be like, oh, I would never let my children go away for that long. Okay, bitch. Yeah. Stand back, fuck off, and keep your opinions to yourself. Thank you. Right. It's another one of those things where as a mother you can't win because if I had have kept the children for those Mm -hmm. five weeks and been like, no, you're not taking them, they would have been like, oh, why aren't you letting them go? Like, yeah. they need to spend what? time with their Exactly, dad. exactly. It's not and a win-win situation. Go. People just have yeah. shitty opinions of these situations. Yeah, 100%. Like, it, I was never going to win either way. And I still can't to this day. I get called a part-time parent, like, three times a week. And it's like... I'm if sorry? You're, if you're, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I literally had someone comment on a TikTok of mine the other day being like, well, it's not, you know, it's it's not my fault that, um, oh, what they say? They called me a part-time parent being like, oh, it must be nice to get a break, which I'll go into later because I think that's so fucking rude to Mm -hmm. say to somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they were like, oh, you're just salty because, like, I chose to have children with someone who actually wants to stay with me. And I was like, hold on. I'm pretty sure if they knew the way you were fucking speaking to people online, maybe they'd have, like, a different outlook on you because that's wild. Like, I can't imagine speaking to somebody like that. But, yeah, essentially they were just really pissed off that, like, I let my baby daddy access to his children i understand like we put our lives on social media but i I still don't think that gives people the right to comment like that against anybody like anyone who puts their life on so lives on social media like the bigger celebrities and everything like that the huge ones i still don't think they should be copying half the shit that they cop no not at all and i just have never like in my time as like a consumer of content or Mm -hmm. a creator of content seen something and been like, this person wants to and needs to know how I feel right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and put like my opinion, negative or positive, right there for them to see. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. But people feel very entitled to that. And their number one excuse for it is, well, you put it online. So now I don't put as yeah. much online. But then yeah. everyone's like, why aren't you online that much? Like, yeah. I miss your What content. are you doing? Yeah. So again, it's a lose lose. Like, I literally am never going to win. Never. It's people are just assholes, to be honest. Yeah. But I'm trying. Like, I'm trying to get back to it. Essentially, that's where we're at right now. So, mm-hmm. I'm working a full time job. I work in retail. 
And then I obviously still do my OnlyFans. I restarted that back up. And I'm just, yeah, I'm just trying to get back to the normality that I had before literally fucking everything was just, like, thrown up into the air, tossed around about a hundred times and mm-hmm. thrown right back <laughs> down in my face. <laughs> and then whatever, whatever. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> that needs to be that intro. I cannot. <laughs> yeah, surely but we yeah. won't get copyrighted for that. No, but we will. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. It's been, it's been an interesting seven months. It really, really has. There's been a lot of change, like a lot of growth. Mm-hmm. There's also been a lot of depression. Like I'm still depressed. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! Like I don't know where to go with that. I don't know where to start with that. But yeah, my my time since our last podcast episode has been like just a whirlwind. Like it's been crazy. Yeah. And I think only just now am I like. 10% of the way to mm-hmm. getting back to like a sense of normality and like a routine and yeah just understanding that like what happened happened mm-hmm. and moving on from it so yeah that's essentially where I was getting at that's my little recap of like the last few months why my relationship ended <laughs> massive just miscommunication huge communication breakdown just communicate with your partner mm-hmm. just talk to them even if you feel like you guys are on top of the world in terms of communication, just just, just have a chit chat. Just have a just little like, chit chat. Hey, are you sure that like when you agreed to everything that you disagreed to and said that everything's fine and like we're so good, like did you for reals mean that? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we did try to come back a couple of times to the podcast. We did try. But I just don't think it was fair. Where did you go? Where have you gone? Shocking, she's disappeared. My AirPods just died.
We want to thank you for your support in listening to our podcast. We really appreciate all the feedback, all the follows, all the rates we're getting. And we do ask that if you did love our podcast, please follow along by pressing the follow button and giving us a rate. It really helps us out in getting our podcast out there.